Welcome. You have made it to the Self in Solitude podcast, where we will be talking about being secure and satisfied in your singlehood, as well as a gang of other topics like self-love, self-care, mental and emotional wellness, life lessons, and so much more. I am a firm believer in nurturing your relationship with yourself sets up a solid foundation for any other relationship. Plus, you have to love on you before you have to share you. Am I right? I am your host, Coach Self. And without further ado, let's get into it. This is Self in Solitude. Welcome back, guys, and welcome to another fabulous Friday here at the Self Love Cycle Presents Self in Solitude. We are so happy to be back with you guys. I've missed you. Week has been a little long, a little trying, so I have had some things I had to deal with, but nevertheless, I'm just excited to be here with you again. I welcome you back with open arms and can't wait to converse. So, first up, we have the big three. Today, I am grateful for my evolution, my ever-evolving life, and how it has taken me on journeys to places I have never been before, showing me things I've never seen before, and shaping me into a beautiful woman, well-rounded woman. And I'm in such appreciation from that because I have come such a long way. Anybody that knows me can tell immediately off of one conversation, like, oof, child, you definitely have come a long way. And that I am appreciative of because It has not been a simple task. I put in a lot of hard work to get to where I am now. And though I am still evolving, I'm grateful for who I am now and who I have overcome who I was. Um, And I'm just going to leave that one there. My goal for today is to meet up with my friend for brunch. We have not got to spend too much time together, so I'm so excited to finally be having a brunch date with my good old girlfriend, and I'm super excited. My affirmation for today is, I love the new life my evolution is leading me through, guiding me through, taking me through. I love it. I celebrate it every single day. I make sure that I appreciate the new life that I live so that evolution guides me to more great things to be grateful and be ecstatic about. My week recap is going to be very short. As you know, if you've been listening, I started a new job and work-life balance has been ghetto. I am now a single well I've been a single mother but I'm used to having two kids around and now my youngest has went to her father's house for the summer and it is just me and my oldest moody baby and it's interesting with just us two in the house it's a little different but it's also us learning each other a little bit more and spending more time together so I'm enjoying that I'm missing my baby, of course, Um, but she's been calling and telling me all about her adventures thus far, so I know 
that she's just going to enjoy her summer and I'm going to allow her to enjoy that time and not be a smother, not call her every single day and be on top of her like, what are you doing today? Have you done this? Have you done that? Because that's her break away from me as well. So I'm going to let her enjoy that. Um, work has been, I'm finally at a place where I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly how to do it. I'm scheduling and doing things all around my schedule and on my time. There's just the tiniest things I still need to hit up my trainer um, and ask them simple questions, but I, I got the hang of it and I'm here and I'm enjoying it. And just as I'm getting the hang of it, I got the news last week that the job that I got was temporary, which they told me in my interview. However, my interview was two months before I actually got the position. So I kind of forgot. So as I'm getting into this role and transitioning into knowing exactly what I'm doing in this role, I now am tasked with looking for another job. But thankfully, I am being, I'm working like as a contractor from one job to another job just to help them out because they need a help and I was able to apply for that job so I won't have to relearn the position I just have to go through the interview process and all that which is what I did this week so I interviewed I'm doing higher paperwork I'm doing drug tests and all the other onboarding activities which is going very smoothly, as well as getting the hang of work, as well as being a single mama, as well as dating, and just work-life balance has been all over the place. This entrepreneurship, along with having a nine-to-five gig, is extremely hard. I am not going to lie to you guys. It has been hard to figure out my new role at work, my new role as... Um, a one child parent and navigate into a new position um, as well as fit in entrepreneurship as I'm figuring out it's just a lot guys it's it's a lot so your girl is not ashamed to let you know that I am struggling just a little bit and having it all figured out at once right now just because it's all new right now but I'm going to get there um I eliminated the word struggle from my life. I want to say maybe two years ago, that was the, the word that I decided to take out of my vocabulary um, at the start of the year, which I do every year. I have one word that either I take it out or I um, put it within my life. So this year, my word is present. I want to be present in everything I do. So even though entrepreneurship in the self-love cycle is my number one business. I also want to be present in this job that I've taken on. I also want to be present in my kid's life. I also want to be present as I'm dating. I want to be present in everything. So work-life balance has been kicking my butt. It's going to take me a little bit to get it figured out. It's even taken me a little bit to figure out my new recording schedule with my new work schedule. But I am here on Friday, ready to give y'all an amazing episode so that you can kick your feet up and just listen to what your girl self has for you. With that being said, we're going to move into our topic for today, and that is singlehood and self-love. What can your girl say about this besides the fact that I have been single for forever? I have been dating for forever, and I have been through a lot of ups and downs of both worlds, the single, the dating, um, the starter relationships that never seem to 
evolve into a real relationship. I have been on the in-between. And in the meantime, I have become a personal development coach. So I have taken everything that I've learned along the way. I have taken my education, my experience, my background, and rolled it all into ways to improve myself along this journey of singlehood. Um, and I want to help everybody else in this journey as well because it is not easy. We tend to think that the things that we think are the right way to go about it, but that's only because it's learned behavior. It's what we've learned along the way of dating or learned from our family, our friends along the way. We've learned from people who got married when they were young and now they're older and they're giving us dating advice, but they have not been in the dating world that we've been in. So it's kind of hard to take that advice for what it is and allow it to guide your world when things are so much different these days. So let me just give you how I feel on the topic. Number one, singlehood refers to an individual choosing not to enter into a relationship based on their choice or past experiences in relationships. Now, the term that sticks out the most to me in this textbook statement is choosing because it's a choice. Self's definition goes a little something like this. I choose to focus my love and my attention on myself and dedicate my heart to loving me completely. That's what I do. That's what I teach my clients. That's how we focus on making ourselves better because when you are in this stage of singlehood, you get to see you from a different perspective. Of course, when we're in relationships, we get a chance to see ourselves through someone else's eyes because we have that other person that, you know, when we act a certain way, they react a certain way or we get to have the intimate conversations where we kind of talk. But when you're on your lonesome, you are who you talk to. You are who you spend your time with. You are who you're with 100% of the time. And you get a chance to reevaluate, revive, revamp, and realign yourself to make yourself better. So no matter where you are in your financial life, in your career life, when it comes to loving you need to put you first before you can love anybody else. You need to know who you are, know how you want to be loved, know how you love yourself because that will be a reflection of how others love you and know what you want, not only from life, but out of your career, out of your finances, out of love from another partner, out of love from your family and friends. You need to know these things. If you don't know it, this is the time that you do it when you are single when you don't have to put someone else in front of you or their wants ahead of yours, when you don't have those children that constantly need, 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 need everything for you, when you have a stage where you can just focus on yourself, whether it be a moment, an hour, a month, a week, a year, you take that time to find out who you are and put in the work. That's the important part. Now, <clears throat> people talk about putting in the work all the time, but I feel like they leave out what it really means to put in the work. So I'm going to break it down for you. To me, putting in the work means 
doing an evaluation, seeing what it is that you need to work on, not being judgmental towards yourself, not being hard on yourself, but simply being in a state of self-reflection where you see an area that needs your attention and you work on bringing those core values that you actually want this area to look like to fruition without anybody having to point it out to you. Like you don't want to wait for your mom to be like, well, you know, you always was kind of selfish. You know, you want to be able to point that out within yourself. Realize that, hmm, what does that stem from? Why do I act selfish? Why or what triggers me in this point to start acting this way? What vibes, what feelings happens when I start acting selfishly? What am I missing? What can I change? How can I fix this certain spot? Because just because we have things that we need to fix about ourselves does not mean that we are broken. It does not mean that we are a bad person or that, you know, we're just horrible all over. That's one thing that I've always laughed at when I don't like something about somebody and I say like, hey, this really bugs me. They're like, oh, well, you just think that I'm a horrible person. No, I didn't say that. I said that this part, this one part of you bugs me. It does not discount every other part of you. It just means that this one thing that you do really annoys me. And I separate myself from that. But if you want me to continue to be around you, maybe that's something that we can work on together or you can work on by yourself to help fix that if you want to continue being my life. Because otherwise, I would just separate myself from it. So when you have those parts of yourself, realize that it is just a small part of a whole that makes up a whole being. And as soon as you realize that that part needs some work and you start working on it, then it's no longer that one part that we just put to the side, ignore, or expect people to accept. It's something that we work on. We are softer to ourselves because it's something, it's a sore spot and we're working on it. Just think about it as like a massage. You know how you get those knots in your back sometimes and then you're like, you know what, the only thing that is going to relieve this knot is if I get a massage. Think about us doing the work as the masseuse's hands, working that knot out. Like, all right, it's slowly loosening up and it is okay because I've come to a professional to help me loosen this spot that was a weak spot or a sore spot in our back and wherever you get them, we're working it out. And it's okay. We have a little bit more like if she's rougher on that spot, you're not going to yell at her. You're going to be like, Oof, you know what? This is what she got to do to get it out. This is what you have to do to work on this area of your life in order to make it okay. So when you come to a situation and you are confronted with something that is going to make you react in a way that you used to, you'll be mindful. You know what? I'm working on this. So I'm not going to react in the way that I usually react. I'm going to handle it with a little bit more kindness. Maybe I'll pay attention a little bit more to not only the situation, but what's going on around me, the thoughts that are in my, my mind, what's on my heart, how my temperature is going up, you know, all those things that are connected to this one pain point in your life. And then when you were by yourself, you know how to work on it. All right, when I was confronted 
with this sassiness from this person, I immediately wanted to jump back at them with a smart comment. But I did not. I was able to sit back and realize that my heart started racing, that I immediately took offense to whatever it was just because of the tone. Now you can start seeing, what about that tone makes me upset? What about the way they said that made me feel like I needed to be on the defense? You're able to really take and dissect those things and how you would have reacted, how you did react, and how you could better react in the future. That's all working on yourself. And when we're able to do those self-evaluations and work on those things that need our attention, our sore spots, it helps us better in the long run when it comes to dealing with others, dealing with ourselves, helping others handle different situations. Like in the past month, I can tell you guys, there has been so many situations that has challenged me. And as I said at the beginning, I have come a very long way. I was a train to go, ready to, at any moment I was ready, okay, to fight, to do whatever I had to do to defend myself, to defend my friends, extremely possessive and protective over the people who I love. I was so like always ready to go. But I've been in so many situations where back in the day, I would have gone. I would have swung first. I would have started cussing them out. I would have, I would have. But even in these situations when I was handling them and I was looking at myself you know, outside my body or inside my body, I did not and could not allow myself to react in a way that I used to because I have done so much work on myself. I have done so much self-reflection. I have done so much um, changing to that ready-to-go person. I couldn't react that way, and I didn't want to. I was just in a state of calmness, like, you know what, this too shall pass. I'm going to get through the situation. I'm going to be proud of myself because I handled it in a way where I didn't degrade myself. I didn't change my character for no one else. I stayed within the parameters of who I want to be. And I didn't go to jail. (laughs) So that is a plus for me, always. But all in doing the work, guys. It, it's so important. It's so important. You have to be able to look within yourself, see what needs help. And for those who have a hard time being honest with themselves and telling themselves that they need some work, come to me. I am available. You can go to my website. You can book a free discovery call, but this is what I do. I help people see things from a different perspective and look in on themselves so that they can change the things that they want to present the person who they want in order to live the life that you want. Example, I have a client who was always fighting with their family who was always the first one to respond at the first sign of trouble, who was uh, close to being incarcerated because of their actions. And they were like, you know what? I just need a complete reset. I need to start over with 
the way I go about things because I don't want to be away from the people who I love. And I don't want to push the people who I love away from me because of the way I react. And I don't want to go to jail. I want to be in a state where when things happen, I can just process it. And then think of how to handle the situation instead of just acting off of emotion. And we help them get to that point to where now every situation he thinks about the actions that he takes prior to taking those actions. That he doesn't just react. He hasn't been in any situation where there was cops involved, any arguments with friends or family, any arguments with anybody trying to start with the friends or family. And it's just because of the mindset. I helped him get to a point where he changed his mindset on certain things in his life. And it allowed him to think fully about the situation before going into it. And that is a win. He graduated my program and he still checks in with me on a monthly basis just because he understood how important it is to not only improve yourself at that moment in the time and work on those things that he wanted to work on, but continuously work on different things. So whenever he does come or whenever we do meet now, it's more of a, I have this new thing that I'm working on. We're not working on the old stuff anymore because as far as he is concerned, that issue, that part of his life was worked out and now it is time to evolve into better, which is why my affirmation was, I really love my evolving life, the life that it has me leading because I'm not stuck in the stage where I evolved. I'm continuously looking for new ways to be better every single day. Every single time I look in my, into myself and I self-reflect on what I need to do continuously getting better just as my client is so I'm going to move on to the next it's coping skills how do we cope with being single there is no coping skills no I'm just kidding there are and it depends on what stage you are in your singlehood now I did not go into detail with the stages of singlehood so I just want to give you the background on what I need so if you are fresh to being single and you are going through the whole you know what did I do how could I have changed why don't they want me start with you cope in a way that you start evaluating yourself and not blaming yourself but evaluating yourself realize the situation is over there is no going back what can I do? What did I do? How did I do it that I can improve to be better for the next time I'm confronted with a situation like this for the next person that comes along and deals with me so that I don't present the same thing that I did in this one to this situation as well. Cope with the fact that no matter who's fault the breakup was there's always work to be done within ourselves on ourselves to better help you the next go round now if you are not in that freshly single stage embrace it embrace the fact that you are single realize that it is not that ugly 
stage where you don't have anybody and you're so lonely and life is not, you know, what you expect it to be. Embrace the fact that you are in a stage where you can just focus on you. You don't have the responsibility of making sure that somebody else eats, that their clothes are washed, any of those things. Just embrace the fact that you can focus on you. Love the fact that you can focus on you. Learn to love yourself. Learn your singlehood and bask in it for as long as you are on the market. Just bask in the fact that you only have to worry about your wants, your needs. You only have to worry about where you want to go and the things that you want to do and finding what makes you happy. And not only what makes you happy, what truly brings you joy. I recently posted a TikTok of what brings me joy. I'm sorry. I recently posted a reel on my Instagram of what brings me joy. And when I looked at it, it was the most simplest things. I am a girly girl. I love hair. I love makeup. I love shopping. I love shoes. All those things I absolutely love. They bring me happiness. They bring me joy. But when it was time to really find out the things that truly bring me joy and spending the time with my family, being around my friends, going to the beach and just being in beautiful scenery, eating food, working on my business, like simple watching movies with my kids playing a game or simply having drinks and laughing with my friends or my neighbors those things bring me true joy and if those are the only things that I had in my life I would still be happy I would be joyful I would be blissful I would wake up in the morning happy to do whatever I needed to do because I know at the end of the day I get to just watch a movie with my kids I am in my joyful place if I get to go out and just see my friend even if we don't do anything if I simply lay eyes on them and we exchange laughter I am truly happy joyful my life can go on and I will continue to be as happy today and tomorrow as I was every single day so find what makes you joyful but truly makes your heart leap. The simplest things. Don't make it materialistic. And last but not least, I need y'all to focus on the fact that single life is lit. You heard it here. I don't know if y'all have experienced it, but it is summertime and we can go outside now. Like we don't have the restrictions of Corona keeping us back. So get out the house. Find what makes you happy, whether it's the beach, whether you're experienced bike riding or horseback riding, if you like to canoe, if you like to go on a hike, do some things outside. If it's just taking a walk down your street or finding new paths in a park to take a walk, we outside, y'all. We single. Do it on your own. Find the place that makes you your most happiest and do it as often as you can. I know y'all have all been in this situation when it comes to dating and someone asks you, what do you like to do for fun? 
and we usually go with the typical oh, I like to go to the movies I like to go out to eat but those things are so typical I feel like everybody likes to go out to eat you know it's fine to sit at home and eat what you cook because you know home cooked meals are bomb and all but tip I want us to be creative to actually know the things that we like as I'm dating and being asked what I like to do it's sometimes hard for me to realize um I like to do this or that you know what I mean but if they don't if you can't relay the things that you really like and truly like to do how do you expect to have amazing dates with people who are interested in you and also interested in knowing the things that you like if you don't come forth with it recently I was asked what I like to do for fun and I've just rattled off a whole lift. I like to go to comedy shows. I like to kayak. I love the beach. I want to go axe throwing. I like to try bike riding. I'd really like everything that I thought that I might enjoy or that I have experienced on my own that I enjoy. I told this guy and when I tell you he's made several of these things that I've told him I wanted to do come to life immediately within the first two or three dates like because not only is he attentive to the things that I want I wasn't indecisive about what I told him I liked I wasn't oh, I like to go to the movies because we would have went to the movies and that's not a good date you don't even get to talk to each other so learn what it is that you love learn what it is that you like Learn yourself so that when it's time to get out there and tell somebody else, you're not just succumbing to what they want to do, where they want to take you. You actually have your own things that you absolutely love. And if they cannot meet the standards of things that you love to do, then move on to the next person who can and will meet those standards and do the things that you love to do. Until next time, enjoy being single. Peace, lovers. Well, if you like what you've heard here, I ask that you leave me a comment or a rating. Make sure that you run it up because your girl needs the likes to be able to continue doing what I do here. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the self underscore love cycle. I'm also on Facebook at the self love cycle. You can always join me on my website as well, www.theselflovecycle.com. And until next time, Peace lovers.